0: This is Your Brain Health with noted neuroscientist Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Your Brain Health explores strategies to maximize your cognitive functions through life. Here's Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Hello, and welcome to Your Brain Health. I'm Dr. Kristen Willemeyer, and today I have a very special guest that I'd love to introduce you to. My dear friend, Dr. Darren Weissman, is a chiropractic holistic physician, developer of the Lifeline technique, which we're going to discuss today, and best-selling author of The Power of Infinite Love and Gratitude, Awakening to the Secret Code of Your Mind, The Heart of the Matter, and his children's book, The Daily Lessons of Infinite Love and Gratitude. He is a contributing author of Dr. Masuro Emoto's best-selling book, The Healing Power of Water, which goes into detail on how consciousness can have an effect on the molecular structure of water. Based upon his expertise of the subconscious mind and holistic health, Dr. Weissman is an international speaker in the field of consciousness. He's been featured in the films Emotion, Making Mankind, Beyond Belief, The Truth, and the award-winning documentary Heal. Dr. Weissman has written for numerous magazines, including Natural Health, The Huffington Post, Prevention, and InStyle. His passion is teaching people how to intentionally change the emotional programs of the subconscious mind. As a natural byproduct, clients directly enhance their body's natural potential to heal and thrive. So welcome to my show, Dr. Darren Weissman. It's an honor and a true pleasure to have you on today as a guest.
1: I'm so honored, Dr. Kristen. thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you, and I wanted to share with my audience that I've known Dr. Darren, and may I call you Dr. Darren?
1: Yeah, um, for sure.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Whatever, yeah. For several years now, he's a best-selling author through Hay House Radio, which is created by the late Louise Hay, who sold over 50 million books, and he's had his own radio show on Hay House for many years. I learned of his lifeline technique through listening to his show, and one of my dear friends, Jackie Wilson, was a practitioner of his technique. So I had my own first-hand experience of how powerful and transformative it can be. We were introduced through Jackie when you were speaking at the LA Conscious Life Expo, and we've been friends ever since. Mm-hmm. The reason why I love you is that I've been in the field of psychiatry since 2009 and have seen firsthand the challenges that people face with debilitating anxiety, depression, and PTSD that often leave them stuck in an endless cycle of desperation, looking for a way to find relief from their painful emotions. You, my friend, have developed a very detailed and in-depth technique that allows one to tap into the subconscious mind and to help people process emotions that no longer serve their highest good. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Lifeline technique is is ultimately my, my life's work of being a holistically trained chiropractor, acupuncturist, naturopathic physician, someone who loves aspects of the mind, neurolinguistic programming, trauma, and uh, EMDR, Ayurvedic medicine chakras. I'm I'm just a passionate seeker. You really um,
0: are.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, well, you know, once you know, you know. And once you actually know things that can help people, where people get stuck in patterns of stress, you know, where they don't really understand that there are ways that they can create a shift and you know it then it be, to me it becomes a moral obligation to continue to study and learn to to help people well, so the, yeah
0: yeah i was gonna say that's what i love about you and i think people don't really understand. So your technique helps to facilitate the release of emotions from our subconscious mind in order to support the overall health and wellness of the body. And I think many people aren't aware that these negative emotions can be stuck running in our subconscious mind. And if they're what I would say left unacknowledged can manifest into symptoms expressed in the physical body. So, you know, in order for people to appreciate your technique, I'd like to begin by defining the difference between the conscious and subconscious mind?
1: You know, I, I, I'm i going to go right on in there, but I want to make something really clear, which I think is an important distinction of this unique process. And, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, I need to release my emotions. I need to clear them. I need to somehow make this fear, anxiety, depression, anger that gets triggered in me by this person, my mom, my my spouse, my coworkers, this person driving next to me. Mm -hmm. What the Lifeline does is it raises the consciousness of the emotion. So it's a step-by-step process, and I'm going to bridge that gap between the conscious and subconscious mind and talk about it. But it's all about everything is energy, everything is a vibration, and when we can raise the vibration of an emotion, an energy that's moving in us, then on one level it looks like you released it, but really it's evolved, it's transformed, and now all of a sudden we have an inner place of calm and peace and acceptance and compassion, and not only does it affect us in great ways emotionally, but we're going to get into it, I know it affects us physically as well. So the conscious mind is our aware mind, it's our It's, you know, I can hear you, you can hear me, the listeners are participating. It's what we see, feel, hear, smell, taste, touch. It's our senses. And that conscious awareness gives us something that's really important as a human being, choice. When we're aware of something, we can choose. Now, the subconscious mind is like a submarine. It's below consciousness. Mm -hmm. We're not aware of it. It's invisible. It's an invisible field of energy. But it's real. It's real in a sense that it's orchestrating every cell in the body. You don't have to tell your heart to beat while we're having this conversation. You don't have to tell your red blood cells to carry oxygen. All this stuff is orchestrated in this symphony on a subconscious level. But the subconscious also stores memories. And these memories are ultimately what depict our life. The emotional charge of the memories that live in our subconscious mind affect how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive others, and how our cells function and and form new cells. It's directly related. So the subconscious, there is no choice. If there's no judgment, it's not looking to get us. It's actually, there's, the subconscious mind is committed to doing something very special dr kristen it's here to wake us up it's here to wake us up to the next greatest version of ourselves but how it shows up is oh i'm feeling anxiety and depression oh i'm i've got this allergy oh my digestive system is really sluggish i struggle with these headaches i, I the awakening isn't like being woken up like oh sweetheart it's time to wake up for the morning unfortunately it's a gift and strange wrapping paper but nonetheless It is an awakening that empowers us when we use the lifeline to create a conscious shift in this reactive pattern so that we can grow and heal and evolve as we're designed to
0: right and what's really interesting so you know you've discussed this so emotions can impact the brain and body if they're not addressed in a healthy way and I guess I would say does that mean if emotions have a charge to them they can impact the body in a negative way Um, you know I want you to expand a little bit more about this because if I look at myself I feel like I'm very balanced emotionally and can handle things, but we all have situations in our life that cause shock and grief, for example, the loss of a loved one, yeah. being diagnosed with a life-threatening illness, having cancer. Sure. So there's emotions yeah. there, and I might think I'm able to handle them well, but is there something maybe that's going on in my subconscious mind? Maybe I there's a little bit of cognitive dissonance and I don't want to address it, so I kind of store it somewhere in my body. Is that, does that make sense?
1: Well, you know, uh, like today is my dad's birthday and he oh. um, passed away two years ago. And mm-hmm. so there's emotion here, sure. right? There's emotion here. And I feel, you know, sadness. I cried today mm-hmm. and I feel, and I feel grateful. I won the lotto and having my dad as a dad, he was amazing. So there, here's the thing which a lot of people get, I, I really feel confused about and i want to demystify this there is no bad or wrong emotions um there's no bad or wrong emotions there's just emotions that feel bad or wrong Mm -hmm. you know anger has its purpose sadness has its purpose joy has its purpose as love has its purpose and fear has its purpose it it, it's more of can you be present in an emotional state Mm -hmm. and what and what happens is I'm going to go back to the subconscious mind. Do you remember how I said it controls all the right. cells and organs and glands? It also stores memories. Right. And there's, there's certain memories, when they're not integrated from short-term memory into long-term memory, when the limbic brain mm-hmm. and reptilian brain, when they're not able to process it up to the higher brain called the neocortical brain, then that memory stays short-term. That means that we don't learn, we don't heal. It means that if I have a memory from three years of age that's still in my subconscious mind, when it gets triggered, I become three. And the emotional emotional charge of that three-year-old memory, it might be in an environment where there was a divorce or fighting or abuse or whatever it might be going on. When that gets triggered, then rather than being able to adapt in the present moment, What we do is we maladapt. Now a three-year-old is in a 50-year-old body Mm -hmm. and it's driving like I'm not a good husband or a dad or a, you know, a doctor or anyone if I've got a three-year-old driving my bus. And so that's, that's that's the essence of that.
0: Yeah. And are these the things that can create limiting thoughts in our mind, like these patterns or these traumas that oh, we yeah. experienced at various times in our life? Because, yeah. you know, many times people feel stuck in their emotions. They, they yeah. have panic. I mean, there's people who have just panic attacks. They don't even know why.
1: Right. So right. we don't, well, we don't know why, right? Because mm-hmm. it's subconscious. It's below awareness. The cause, I mean, this is, there's not a, This ease pattern, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, there is not a painful, scary, stressful pattern that does not have a subconscious root to it. Every area of negative thinking, every area of self-destructive behaviors, patterns, relationships, moments where I'm just in judgment, there is a subconscious root there. And the key is, how do we bridge the gap between that conscious and subconscious part and there are steps there's a process uh, but if left unattended and not even only left unattended left misunderstood mm-hmm. when, if you go to fight the subconscious mind it's like shadow boxing you punch it punches you go to run away from the subconscious mind it's like running away from a shadow you're never gonna outrun it you're never gonna figure it out it's like a chess match It becomes more complicated the deeper you go into attempting to figure it out. It's about how do I create a relationship with this invisible subconscious part of myself? It's like dancing with an invisible partner. There must be a medium that enables us to bridge the gap to that part of ourselves so that we can turn our mind into a positive tool for manifestation of health and well-being rather than, Dr. Kristen, what happens to most people is, the mind's a tormentor Mm -hmm. and, and they don't understand it. They don't have tools even further. And now it is an avalanche of negativity of feeling victimized of trauma. And, um, it's, it's a suffering journey and, and there's ways to create a change. And, and I would say that the first step is beginning with a singular principle, a singular philosophy. And that singular principle in philosophy is, there are no problems. Mm -hmm. There are no problems. And it doesn't mean that people don't have pain, fear, and stress. There's plenty of that to go around. But the pain, fear, and stress of life, what people call problems, they are what I call portals. Mm So. Ask yourself, like, what do, what do you, how would you define a portal, Dr. Kristen?
0: A, a portal would be an entryway. It's actually, I think of a portal as a way to really open up and look at that issue in your life. So, why am I waking up feeling this way? So you look at the problem and go, how can I create a solution from this? How do I change my perspective? to look at this in a different way. And you had mentioned perspective before. So, and, and I'm glad that you asked me this question. I wanted to just add something. You know, I've been in the field of psychiatry and we know that often uses medications and you have got techniques like cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, or mindfulness approaches to aid in the regulation of these emotions that might be unsettling to us. So, these techniques are helpful in that it serves to guide people to acknowledge their painful emotions and use these skill sets, a rational approach to manage them. But this is why I wanted to really talk to you today because your technique allows people the opportunity to tap into this subconscious mind or um, to, to go into these portals and that's really what I wanted to help people understand. So how do we tap into the subconscious mind?
1: Well, it's a process mm-hmm. it's, You know and, and in a short amount of time I, 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 I will not be able to explain that I sure. have a whole um, certification program for people you know, to do it. And, you know, it's cool that you're in the field of psychiatry. My brother is a psychologist, a PsyD, who specializes in trauma and OCD. And he's been trained in so many different processes, including EMDR and, and so forth and so on. But he got certified in the Lifeline because there's nothing that bridges the gap to that subconscious mind in such an elegant way. And and the key is it's not therapy. It's very therapeutic, but it's not therapy and it's not to heal someone either. And I, it's like almost like, wait a second, you know, what is it for? It is about raising consciousness. So we use muscle reflex testing, kinesiology, as a way to evaluate almost like a biofeedback is the autonomic nervous system, the automatic reflexive nervous system being triggered? It's almost like ask yourself the question. Who triggers you? What triggers you? Where do you go when you get triggered? What does it take and you reach your boiling point? And now you're in the reactive emotional zone, you know, where you're, you're in your worst self rather than your best self. Muscle testing is used in the lifeline so we know we're actually communicating directly in a laser-like way with the subconscious that in of itself makes it such a beautiful process because it's not like oh i hope i get to that subconscious core we know it through the reflex that either locks out or it gives way
0: right and i've You know, I've gone to see chiropractors who have, you know, been doing that for probably 15 years now. And I was always fascinated by muscle testing, how they could put a nutrient or some kind of nutraceutical in my hand and then test my body to see if my body needed it. Right. It's actually quite, um, it's fascinating. And so the, the technique that you have to connect to the subconscious mind is really, it's part of the muscle testing is that process, which I think that's what helped me to start to better understand what you do and what Lifeline is.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, ultimately, kinesiology, applied kinesiology has been going on since 1964, Dr. George Goodhart. And it's evolved in so many different ways. And the Lifeline technique is one application, which has a kinesiological basis, as far as communicating with this invisible subconscious part and then as far as how do people access this subconscious pro- uh process that's going on affecting their thinking affecting their body it's, it's really what i call a manifestation system it's almost like a brain it's a mind gym like people go to the gym to work out their body mm-hmm. people go to the lifeline to work out their mind to create resilience and stability and balance and flexibility that when we're in the different spectrums of our life family work, personal life, that we can fully be in our fullest emotional breath. And there's steps, there's there's specific steps of getting present, of observing in a particular way, of discerning rather than judging, of how to set intention in a specific way and how to use your imagination to create a mind medicine. And and it's detailed and, and there's a methodological approach. It's a technology when applied in a particular way um, is very, very effective for being a lifeline for people in in really, you know, helping to create some massive change where people emotionally struggle.
0: Well, and I think what I love about your technique, and I've taught this to people, so they say we have between 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And that's, that's yeah. a lot of thoughts. And a lot of that goes unregulated, because it's yeah. that subconscious mind going in the back, you know, sort of, the program running in the back of our mind. What I like about your technique is it really helps people to become more conscious and if they have an emotion or something that's going on in their life that's causing them grief. For example, I used your technique when my mother passed several years ago, and then my father passed um, in September of last year. And you know, when you wake up every day and you sort of have this malaise or sadness that's going on. And as I said, I did a little bit of cognitive dissonance so I could just focus on my work and go through my days. But it was kind of running in the background, right? My heart um, was sad and I couldn't, I just didn't feel happy. So I'd worked with Jackie and doing some of the lifeline technique just so I could get a better hold on my emotions and, you know, be more aware of how they were impacting me. Yeah. So, so I love it. And, you know, clearly every one of us experiences anger, sadness, um, you know, life threatening issues happen to us. Um, we've got pressures to succeed. We overreact to situations. And I think if we find that these emotions kind of start to run our life and we're more conscious of wanting to make a change this is where the lifeline technique can be so instrumental in helping people to change their thought patterns as you would say in a conscious way would you
1: agree yeah yeah uh well a hundred percent um you know it's like um you know 50 it's like we've got yes we've got 50 to seventy thousand thoughts every day If they were original idea thoughts that would be one thing but the fascinating thing about it is the subconscious mind is triggered every three to five seconds on a subconscious level we are being triggered by colors sounds smells taste feelings that activate react patterns sometimes it's just a negative thought like oh i'm stupid or Mm -hmm. i'm not enough or god i way too much or we just start saying things to ourselves sometimes the trigger every three to five seconds, it's got a higher crescendo Mm -hmm. and it takes us. And all of a sudden it takes the wind out of our sail. And all of a sudden we don't do something because of, you know, a thought that comes into our mind, these thoughts, um, they loop. So as much as we've got 50 to 70,000 thoughts, I would say that there's probably between, you know, 75 to a hundred that are looping thousands of times. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're just in these programs of our mind. We're in this matrix of our mind that when we start to recognize, wait a second, if I can, and it really takes a conscious ninja to do this. There's so some training. <laughs> you know, it does. It takes some training, right. but you can do it. Anyone can. When right. we can start to go, let me see if I can catch it at thought. Right. You know, if, if I can, whoa, I'm good. And sometimes we can't. Well, Sometimes you know we're all human. We get triggered. You know we're in it. It just it's part of our growth. It's it's our portal to the next greatest version of ourselves. But if we can, then all of a sudden our intuition starts to grow. Mm-hmm. Our our ability to feel with authenticity, what is right and integrity of who I am, what is not. All of a sudden we start manifesting this life that is joyful and we're loving it because. We're in tune emotionally. Our emotions are always going on. It's the energy that moves us, it's the weather. right? And it's, so, it's never what happens that ultimately decides what's going on, it's how we respond. And most people are in these places where they react. They react to the reactions. react to the reaction, and it is this domino effect of a hamster wheel from hell that as soon as we can start catching it on a right. thought level, in or even wherever you catch it, wherever you are, that's the place to begin, um, it, you know, life starts to take on this really, really neat, um, you know, awesome contrast of... Of just experience itself
0: well and you know in sort of wrapping this up one area where I think your technique is extremely effective is I used to teach these weight management groups um, over at the clinics and when I did you know, a 10-week course or a 24-week course, I learned very quickly that participants in the group loved when I taught them about managing their thoughts. And I used to teach it at the very end. It was like the very last lesson. And they said, Mm -hmm. you know, Dr. Willemeyer, I really think I need to get a better handle on how I look at food, how food impacts my life, how I think about myself. So I started teaching it like the second or third week of the class. And I think that really gets to what we're talking about here when people struggle with their weight and weight issues a lot of times getting that motivation to be able to move forward in their life they get stuck in those those repetitive patterns the hamster wheel that says I can't do this you know I'll always be overweight everybody in my family is overweight and they just they pull themselves down sort of maybe on the subconscious level so you know I'm thinking just to share with the audience one area where I think Lifeline can be so helpful for people is just addressing those types of questions, right, especially for most people who want to help get help in losing weight and being their best self physically.
1: Yeah, losing weight, having a different relationship with food, that is definitely, my friend, one of the biggest portals that is universal among so, so many people and that people can really create amazing shifts there.
0: Well, Dr. Darren, I just want to say it's been such a pleasure having you on as my yeah. special special guest. I adore you. You are doing great work in the I world. Adore you. Um, you know, I want to wish you infinite love and gratitude. And for people who want to look into the Lifeline, um, please visit thelifelinecenter.com dot com and visit Dr. Darren. Go ask him questions, learn more. I really encourage you to do so.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Chris, and thanks for choosing to show up in the world and really inspire and empower people. I am definitely one of your biggest fans and just really, really love you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity.
0: Thank you. You're the best, Dr. D. (laughs) Have a great day. You too. Bye now. Bye-bye. In part one of my interview, Dr. Darren Weissman introduces the concept of the conscious and subconscious mind and shares with us how our unregulated thoughts and emotions can have an impact on our health and well-being. In part two of my interview, Dr. Darren Weissman shares with us the Lifeline Technique, which is a system he created that helps people to access the subconscious mind. We do not need to feel confined by the negative thoughts and limiting belief systems that might be preventing us from living our best life. There's a process which can help guide us to consciously choose the thoughts that serve our health and well-being. I'm Dr. Kristen Willemeyer, and thank you for listening to Your Brain Health.
1: You've been listening to Your Brain Health with Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. For more information or to contact Dr. Willemeyer, visit drwillemeyer.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-E-U-M-I-E-R dot com.